0: Young people speak in their minds Are getting so much resistance from behind time
1: we stop, hey, what's that sound?
2: 6 o'clock. Welcome, Mutiny Radio.fm listener. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio.fm. Yay! It's a joke workshop. It's where comics come together and tell four minutes of jokes to their comedy comedian peers who are listening and attentive and taking notes. Ooh, that's exciting. And then. We open up the microphones, and they get to say, they get to be helpful. It's not necessarily about saying nice things, but it's about saying helpful things, and it's about positive critique. If you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, please make the bread taste good. Toast to that brioche bun on the top and the bottom. Maybe add a little mayonnaise, and then in the center is what you're going to say. But be kind to one another, because what else are we doing? Yay. So at three minutes, you'll hear this noise. (laughs) That means you have a minute left. It doesn't mean like, oh, my God, I need to be done right now. Oh, it's crazy. No, it's for new comedians to realize. Like, You have to feel what a minute feels like. What does a minute feel like? And it feels like that until the minute. <laughs> and then we'll tell you after if you ran it. And so will the listening radio audience because everyone can hear if you run the light. It's just just trying to scare you into never doing that. Never do it. Um, cool we have a big full list we have some people who are going to get comments some people won't 12 people will get comments our first comedian of the night again people get out your notepads and your pencils if you're listening online you can always give us a call 415-550-0511 and tell us what you think of these comedians your first comedian of the night put your hands together for
3: Alex Kennedy keep it going for yourself making it out here on a lovely Monday Wow, no self-love. All right, (laughs) I guess I could have predicted that. Uh, My name is Alex Kennedy. Uh, As some of you guys have maybe already guessed by now, just sort of by the look of me, I was the captain of my high school debate team. Thank you, thank you, please hold your applause. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, Put your hands together for pride, you guys. We just (laughs) wrapped it up. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I am queer uh, more specifically, my sexual orientation is wearing vans to a cocktail party. That's us I don't know how much more specific I can get. you know I don't I don't love the labels, but that one that's me. I did I did recently get invited to a straight person's birthday party and the theme was Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> like first of all, Courtney, why? <laughs> But I did, I did go because you know Courtney's all right, and uh, I actually forgot about the theme, like completely, 100% forgot about it until after I got there. And incredibly, I was still dressed like the gayest cowboy. <laughs> it pretty, pretty strong day for the brand. Pretty strong. Um, I think that if you, if your boss ever tells you, we are a family you should just know that someone is getting fucked. <laughs> just, like, right out the gates. We are a family? Like, ugh. I just, I, it's so wildly unprofessional. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we are a family, says the person who is requiring you to be there as a condition of your ability to go to a doctor, <laughs> right? We are a family. Like, really. I just, I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know if this is a joke or if I just need to talk to HR. <laughs> I... Uh, I'm just so, I really have been racking my brain about when that would ever be a remotely professional thing to say. Like, we are a family, my guy? Like, the literally the only instance I could think of is if maybe you're a production assistant, like you're working on set, about to shoot an incest porn. <laughs> that's it, that's literally, that's literally it. I can't tell you how many work hours I've spent answering that question. Um, 4th of July is coming up this week, you guys, yeah, yeah, that's the appropriate amount of patriotism in this day and age, just a whimper. I think I am going to celebrate the 4th of July the best way that I know how, my favorite way, which is, of course, bailing on someone's shitty party. You gotta, you gotta be. I recently got invited to a barbecue, and before I bailed, I was asking the host, like, oh, like, can I bring anything? And she goes, yeah, burgers would be great. <laughs> burgers, bitch? Are you serious? That's, that's my barbecue now. <laughs> that's, we're not doing that. We're not fucking doing that. Courtney. <laughs> uh, my favorite holiday though has always been 420. You guys, you guys familiar? Hell yeah, of course, of course. For those of you, thank you. For those of you who don't know, 420 is basically like St. Patrick's Day. There's a lot of green, a lot of celebration, a lot of public displays of white privilege. It's a great time. You guys are going to love it. Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. The last time that I was on a date with a guy, he was about my age, and I made a joke referencing Gloria Steinem, like you do, and he said, who's Gloria Steinem? And I was like, oh, you should check her out she is the reason we're not gonna fuck. <laughs> She's pretty cool. Thanks, guys, make some noise for yourself. <laughs> hey, Alex Kennedy, that was very funny. Yay, I love your Gloria
2: Steinem joke. Honey, you stay up there. I, I don't mean to call you honey, that's infantilizing and that's totally okay. it's, not cool. It's fine cool when it's going from a like, <laughs> Is it, I still don't know, I don't know. I, I love that Gloria Steinem joke. I love that you got political. Um, Thank you. Statistics say family someone's getting i think that in that family joke you can you can expose it a little farther by saying like statistics day if you're talking about a family someone's uncle is yeah i mean yeah
3: it's there's it works because it is true (laughs) (laughs) statistically statistically (laughs) if you're
2: calling it a family somebody's Mm. being molested um the courtney was hilarious and i love that you did the callback and i thought that was a really great name to choose ian go up to a microphone Uh, there's an on off switch could be on that maybe yeah. that was a bad one okay. try a different one okay.
4: uh, what, it was
2: the- same thing on off switch,
5: switch. Is, oh, oh, wait, i think i see it is that on yeah okay there, there we, we go. Go. There go um is, is the broke back mounted party thing a real
3: thing 100 percent true
5: so I'd be interested to know what you do at a Brokeback. Not in like a stereotypical way or anything. It's just because I think people don't really remember that movie. Mm. Because it's like a very good movie, but (laughs) I've never been invited to like a party where like the the movie it was based on like ends in a hate crime. (laughs) (laughs) Like it just seems like a kind of, it's kind of a glib.
3: That's
5: a good point. Yeah, it's it's a really weird movie to have a party at,
3: especially for not a gay person. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. not a gay person or straight, just it's because
5: everyone, you know, everyone thinks like oh, it's the gay cowboy movie, but I don't think they remember really like what happens in that movie or
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It bodes very poorly for me as the gayest cowboy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
5: Right. So anyway, yeah. it just it just seems like a weird movie Honestly, to I have. I forgot it.
3: that it ends in a hate crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends with <laughs> Heath Ledger yeah. crying
5: into the jacket of uh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, after who was he's been yeah, after he's been yeah. beaten to death. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, let's have a party, guys. Who wants to do shots?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. so yeah. pretty. I love him. Thank you so much.
6: So I was thinking for the uh, family at work thing, mm-hmm. there's like two ways that somebody can get fucked, either by <laughs> literally getting fucked or someone's getting fired. Like that was when he first said somebody's getting fucked, I was like, somebody's getting fired. Oh, that could so, be a funny misdirect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. misdirect. Yeah.
7: That's
8: All right so for that uh that barbecue joke when you're talking about like she told me to bring the burgers I think you could really lean into like that's my bar you kind of like uh concealed it after the fact but like if you just lean it like that's my that's my barbecue like you better bring the drinks or something like
2: <laughs> well the the thing that needs to be illuminated is why not burgers cuz burgers are so expensive unless you get Costco meat or be like Oh, you want me to bring the burgers? I'm gonna go to Costco and I bring some shit that everyone's gonna get mad at you because they're gonna be like, "What's the shitty meat at this party?" Would well, she want you to go to Whole Foods and spend ninety nine dollars on like, seriously, like forty? Bur- how many burgers are we talking? And what kind of meat? I again, mean, again, did bail on the party, so I do yeah, not. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, but the, yeah. but illuminate the thing yeah. about why right. bringing burgers to the party is ridiculous. That that's why her. Mm-hmm. That's why it becomes your party because that's the biggest expense of the yep. party is the meat. And everyone brings their own beer anyways, unless they're like weird heathen freaks.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I really like that glorious tandem joke. That's great. I,
7: I, I realize this probably doesn't work because you can't really do them both, but I was thinking about if you said, like, I thought it was the reason you didn't pay for dinner, but now I realize it's not really <laughs> awesome. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. But they tag. probably don't both go together. I don't we'll, know. We'll play with that. Thank you. Because it's so short and
3: perfect no,
2: so <laughs> Thanks. So. Clap your hands in a wild, sloppy like motion for Alex Kennedy. Whoa! Yay! all right that's exactly how the joker workshop works pay attention take notes and it's perfect it's great it's lovely and no we're all here to be supportive and it was great and alex you had a great set and you're also really personable and great in between jokes your transitions the whimper thing was really cute your next comedian clap your hands wildly for ian levy
5: oh yay um what was i going to talk about um no one in my uh no one in my family takes me very seriously. Like I saw my dad recently and I at one point said, Hey dad, I love you uh, and he said, Good one and he walked away. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I don't know, that's how I really feel. That's not good. It it's weird. But my dad is a funny person. He uh Him and my mom got divorced when me and all my siblings were growing up, so they were just very honest about their divorce. Like I remember at one point, my dad telling me, "Uh, "Hey Ian, I want you to know this divorce. Okay, it's not your fault. It's your brother's." Just like, "Oh no, I don't know. I'm supposed." I was like, "Good one, dad." He's like, "No, that's a real thing. That really happens." So, is everyone in my family has a weird? I think people like jokes in my family, but to the point where they would rather, like, my parents would rather make a joke than do a good job raising their children. Like I remember once uh, when I was very little, one of my first memories uh, was me. My parents used to give us uh, little rewards for using like this training potty, uh, and I remember once going to my mom and be like, "Oh, mom, I just used the potty," and she's like, "Oh, would you like a lollipop?" And I was like, "No," and she's like, "Oh, would you like me to read you a story?" And I was like, "No." And then my dad said, uh, "Would you like me to lock your sister in the garage?" Uh, and I said, "Yes," <laughs> and, and you know, I, and he did it. He he committed to the bit and locked her in the garage um and apparently for years after that uh she was terrified of the dark <laughs> uh but uh you know i could use a toilet after that so it work- i'd say it worked out pretty well i would say that's, that's if you want to teach sub what's up they just locks their siblings in the garage it works out i think i got a bit of my my parents sense of humor like it, it, i i like humor so i use it to connect with people but sometimes it pushes people away a little bit like i met do you guys know lemony snicket who wrote a series of *Fortune* events so i, I met him uh, at a book signing not too long ago uh and because i love him i was like oh i want to connect with him so I'll, I'll make a joke and you know so i when i when i met him i asked him to sign my copy of uh harry potter and the chamber of secrets <laughs> Uh, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And then the second I handed it to him, I could see it on his face. I was like, oh, this is not fun. This is not. He does. He, my hero hates me now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's. Uh, and then at, right after that, there was like a little kid behind me. And I could just see he was clearly like happy to sign the kid's book and stuff and like they had like a mo- like so this kid had this moment with lemony snicket that i wanted you know um and so then later the, with the, the kid was walking by me i grabbed the kid and i locked him in the garage <laughs> i was like ah you son of a bitch ah, that's what you get you little piece of fucking shit uh, no i don't know it was I'm a weird. I'm a weird person. I think I'm um. I'm a coward, uh, which I'm okay with. You know, that's you, you. You know, you are what you eat. So that's. I don't know. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that even means. <laughs> oh boy. I um. I had this happen once. I uh, I once walked into a, a men's room bathroom, uh, and there was a man standing at a urinal, uh, and he turned and lo- made direct eye contact with me, and he said, uh, "I can't stop." peeing <laughs> uh and, and he said help me <laughs> and i i just started to like back out I, and then and then he said please don't leave me <laughs> and then i left because i don't know what you do in that situation um I've been, to a, I've been to a handful of uh, uh, funerals in my life, and I find usually at, at funerals there'll be someone who didn't know the person who passed away that well, but they always say the same thing. They're always like, oh, I didn't know you know, Jason so well, uh, but based on everything I've heard today, you sound like a really amazing person. I just think it's, I'm just wondering, how, are they really crunching the numbers? Like, has there ever been anyone who's come to a different conclusion? Like, oh, man, I didn't know Jason really well, but uh, based on everything I've learned today, he sounded like uh, garbage. Like, he sounded like a horrible, in fact, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's, okay, is that too mean? Probably. Okay, that's my time. I'm Ian Levy. Yay!
4: Ian Levy! Yay! Ian Levy.
2: Yay. Um, other people will say things, but I'll say these things first. Um, I think that you can come up with something funnier than besides she's terif- now she's terrified of the dark. It's like now she can't be in a dorm room shower without crying, or now she can't. Oh, but she was something- scared of the dark. <laughs> but, no, but no, but no, but I, mean, I know. Real, but yeah. make it like more visceral. Like make of course she's scared of the dark for years, and that's you know real, what, but- what?
5: I used to say because it's true, but it's a little too sad for people. You know uh, what? What do they call those toys? Is light bright or night bright yeah the you light, light brights, bright yeah she had one but she was too scared to use it because of the dark of that it ruined her she got one for christmas and she wanted it yeah no, that's see, it's too sad because so, people no, that's like, infinitely... oh, no you ruined your sister's light bright so yeah. yeah
2: but i would i would do that in a, in a, in the laws of three like and so i did that and then she was afraid of her light bright and then now like so that it because you say now she's afraid of the dark forever but in saying forever it gives you three opportunities to give specific bizarre examples of things how you fucked her up with the dark so I would just think about like weird scary places to be in the dark yeah okay that all sounds good
9: Get on a mic next time, Rod. That's yeah. pro tip for the old veterans around here, right, Ian? All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm
5: not taking questions C- perfect. from uh, okay, Thank you. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. From cis white men today. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah,
9: Nor yeah, should yeah, you yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. for you. Your Very time well. Is over. <laughs> Too bad I'm taking more. That's why white privilege. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> you look like the poster boy of white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this offline. Yeah, okay, um, <laughs> yeah. I love you, Paul. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, light bright thing. I, I kind of I, I think I, it is obviously sad, but I feel like there's a lot because it's such a ridiculous item. And I kind of like the perspective of your parents mad that you ruined their expensive toy for, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like they're not upset about the sister being traumatized. They're like, we bought this light bright. And now she doesn't use it because she's scared. Fuck you, kid. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean?
5: You know, might be, Do you think it'd be funnier if she doesn't... Because this didn't happen, but if she was too scared to use it and my parents yell at her for buying, <laughs> spending money on a light right, and then she doesn't use it? Yeah, that, that's so kind of where, where I'm going, going for it. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want to come off as the good guy at the store. That's all I care about. As long as my sister's a piece of shit. <laughs> Is
10: this the microphone? Okay. Uh, I find it personal experience when somebody says...
5: Oh, you turned it off, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did? Yeah, and oh. I'm, not, uh, I'm not taking oh. questions. Oh, no. Okay, Switch. cool. Uh,
10: I find that when someone says, uh, uh, please don't leave me, it means you should leave them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's something you'd throw in. It's like somebody says, please don't leave me. That's usually a sign, you should get the fuck out of there right now, or something. Are you but- just a
5: heartless man? <laughs> what is, are there people go, please don't leave me? And Rod's like, see you later. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <This> fucking monster. <laughs>
3: I guess I'm also a monster because I was going to I think there's something uh, in the in the urinal bit like when he asks like can you help me I think there's like maybe a can you help me pause like how <laughs> like what is he asking you to do there? Yeah. Is he yeah. asking you for a hand and then I think when he says uh please don't leave it's like yeah now I have to leave I think yeah
5: yeah I, I used to make up a bit about trying to do like uh like the scene from Ghost where I was like Patrick <laughs> Swayze but I don't know but it, it never really it never really worked for some reason so I, th- I think
3: explore it I think there's two distinct punches there
5: okay oh uh, thank you
11: I was thinking, like, what if uh, you justified being cruel by, like, leaving and then going, like... And I just thought, I didn't hear any peeing. Like, he just mm. there. <laughs> there was no peeing happening. No. I can't stop. <laughs> like, he's just trapping. you.
12: Know? Okay. Bob, Bob,
4: Bob. Yay! Bob, Bob, Bob. That was Ian Levy! Uh,
2: sorry, we got so many people today, and we got to... Cut that eight minutes short. Your next comedian, lovely human being, put your hands together for Cody Abe.
8: Hey, how's everybody? Good. Good. I'm from Hawaii. A little bit about me, I'm from Hawaii. Uh, Anybody been to Hawaii? It's a very nice place. Uh, I love it. I love Hawaii. I hate being from there. It's not that I'm shameful or anything, it's that I'm so resentful at the fact that it robbed me of the joy of visiting it for the first time. You know, people vacation to Hawaii, I go back to do chores. You know, people go to the beach, I go to Home Depot to fix that door that's been creaking in my mom's house for the past 10 years. People go to a luau and see a beautiful woman wearing Hawaiian garb, like traditional Hawaiian garb, holding a staff looking regal. That's grandma, you know? Like, And she's not afraid to beat me with that stick and say, get to Home Depot. Go get that, go fix that door, you know? Uh, what else about me? Uh, I grew up without a father. Uh, it's not that bad. The most annoying part actually is the questions I, uh, I got from friends, from new friends. They're like, dude, how'd you, uh, who taught you how to shave? I'm like, dude, I'm Asian. Right? They're like, dude, who taught you how to drive a car? I'm like, dude, I'm Asian. They're like, dude, oh uh, yeah, fucking Tokyo Drift. Have you seen that movie? That's t- that taught me. They're like, dude, who taught you the, the moves of the ladies? I'm like, dude, I'm Asian. He wasn't going to teach me that anyway. I don't know. Growing, I I I did have to figure a lot of stuff out uh, as a kid. You know, uh, I had to figure out the fact that, uh, a f- like, I, I figure I had to figure out how to lose as a kid because I didn't uh, like something that uh, I learned that fathers do is they'll take any chance that they can get to beat their kid at any any small competition. You know, uh, <laughs> I didn't get that uh, until uh, one time I was on a okay. Let me ask you this question first. have you ever been called a loser uh, at the age of ten by a grown man in a swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me that creates sociopaths you know that that's not <laughs> that's not something it it's a it, it, good thing it didn't turn me into a sociopath but that story uh starts off uh with me being in a uh, uh i was on a traveling basketball team, and uh as a you know as a team bonding, we went to the hotel pool to to you know to just you know have some team bonding and uh we, we decided to play <laughs> we decided to play uh water football um and some one of the kids' dads decided to join in, and I was uh you know me being a naive ten year old kid uh and on the same team of that of that of that child. I'm really butchering this story, guys, uh, yeah, I had so much write down, I, uh, whatever, I don't know, I'll, I'll end on this joke, <laughs> I'm gonna abandon that, don't give me feedback on that story, I need to get it in my head first, okay, if you, okay, anyways, um, uh, I have a hard time trusting people who don't carry IDs around, uh, like, it's such a low overhead thing to do. Like, why, 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 why are you not doing it? Like, what are you, why are you so carefree? What's the lack of baggage? Where is that coming from, huh? Where, 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 where do you get off? Like, what, what's? Why, why, why don't you care that much, huh? Uh, okay, yeah, I don't know where to go with that, with that one. But, yeah, thank you, everybody.
2: Kode Abe, everyone. All right. Hey. I thought that it was really funny when you were talking about cows, and then you said butchering that story. I thought that that was really cute. I thought that was a great pun, so I was happy there. Comments from the people into the fluffy microphone. I
7: like the uh, I like this angle about Hawaii, about uh, how you can't enjoy visiting it, which is that's a fun thing. You can uh, yeah. one one of the things I thought of was, like I go back because my uh, cousin got eaten by a shark, and I got to go to that funeral or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, the other one was uh, I was thinking like. Uh, you could say, like, hey, what do you wanna, where do you want to go for your honeymoon? She's like, I want to go to Columbus, Ohio, for 14 years, so I know what it's like to visit Hawaii. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah,
5: yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah, yeah. Um. I'd say uh, with the with the stuff about uh, your dad not teaching you uh, uh, to things like drive or be good with women, it, at least in in San Francisco, jokes like that, uh, anything that plays on racial stereotypes, even if you're it's like a self-deprecating way, usually don't work. Uh, just right. in my experience, because the the audience will, even though you're joking, they'll they'll either be offended or just go like well i can't laugh because i'm a i listen to npr like that's kind of okay a,
8: so just it, i kind of messed it up uh i don't know if it's ma- any, maybe
5: I, it, it, it might have not been clear to me but i would yeah, say yeah. even if you're referencing stereotypes if it affects even if it's something that's affecting you directly in yeah, a, yeah. if it's in a negative way that most audiences, you won't get a good reaction from okay. them, because you have you have other like your other jokes had interesting premises and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, not to say that was bad. I might have just missed it. No, it, it. he's
2: right. The audience pulls back at some point, and different cities pull back in different yeah, ways, and yeah, different yeah. people are more PR in places than others. That's and so yeah, we're allowed to fat shame here, but not in Seattle. So whatever that I, means. I think, yeah, like yeah. there's
5: you just have to be really yeah, it's it's a really fine line, particularly with anything it race in San Francisco. It's uh, even when it's self- deprecating is pretty hard to make it work. So I'm just letting you down. Oh here. no. Okay. Yeah.
8: Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank
2: you. Uh, f- just to give everybody pointers, please, please get your mouth right into the microphone. I know that we can all hear you here, but we're creating a radio podcast. And so when you're far away, it creates
3: some feedback. So really get right into that microphone. Thank you. Love the setup to the Hawaii bit at the beginning. I think it could be even stronger with a combination of emphasis and pauses. So like, I love Hawaii pause, I hate being from Hawaii because right. I think that contrast could be even stronger. But I like it. Okay,
8: thank you. Um.
13: If you are gonna uh, go racial, uh, I feel like the joke needs to be a little bit more clear. Uh, Cause you go uh, like, "Who taught you how to drive?" And you go, "I'm Asian." It's like, I feel like you need to. If you are gonna do oh, it, no, I, I you gotta fill say, it like, in I, a little more. I kind of I
8: messed. I kind of fumbled my words there. I just like right. started like the next part. It, the, the joke is like, "Dude, I'm Asian. Tokyo Drift is my favorite movie."
13: Right, but you, yeah, you could go like if if someone's like, "Hey, yeah, who taught you how to shave?" You could just be like, Does, "Or or who taught you who taught you how to drive?" You could just be like, "Does it matter?" You know, and then the implication is you're Asian, Actually, so you don't have to say uh, it. He's you know? right. If
2: if you if someone if you set that joke up and say, "Who taught you how to shave?" and you look back at them and say, "Who taught you how to drive?" That's also fun, like because you're calling them anyways. Okay, no yeah, yeah. one knows how to drive, honestly. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're Asian or white yeah, or black. Yeah, yeah. No one knows how <laughs> to no drive. No one, In San like
8: you're driving around, like you almost get into five accidents no matter
13: Every what. Every
2: time, <laughs> even yeah. as a passenger, it's yeah, 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 the scariest yeah. place. To, what it, why can anyone drive? A but
13: yeah, you can make it the implication without saying yeah, okay. Asian, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, does it matter? And then people will look at you and they'll be the racist ones. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let
2: Sam yeah. be, re- be the racist ones. Let be the racist ones. Clap your hands wildly for Kody Abe. Your next comedian, what a gem. It's, you're sitting here like you don't even care. He knows he's next and he's on the phone. He's on the phone. It's okay. The kids were on the phone today, too. I did a bunch of podcasts with a bunch of seventh graders today, and they were doing a podcast while they were on the phone. And I was like, how can you be playing something on the phone and be talking at the same time? And they're like, the future is now, Benjamin. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer.
14: Thank you. Thank you. I am amazing. Fantastic. I'm fucked up. I know I'm fucked up because I'm terrible with my money and for that fact I hate being in a relationship I do. My girlfriend likes when I give her X amount of dollars to put aside for rent every week so then I have to fuck around and steal money from myself and that's some bullshit. When you're having that conversation with yourself, trying to talk yourself in to stealing your own money as if that's a bad thing. It's your money. Or is it is it my it's my money and I need it now, kind of thing. Is that what it is? No? Not into it. Cool. Let's move on. No, it's like front me some cash, Mark Jesus. Okay. Alright. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Right? You have my attention. He was. Cole Chapman, a good friend of mine. Was? What happened to the friendship? What? He's a bullfrog, so you know he didn't fuck it up. What did you do to fuck up the friendship? Right? He was a good friend of mine. There's a bunch of other lyrics that don't matter, but we'll just get right into the chorus. It just turns into this crazy religious song. Does anyone know the song? You don't know the song. You know the song? That's the song. Mirage Chaggy doesn't know the song. Okay, well then no one knows this song. (laughs) Yeah, he's drinking wine. He's getting fucked up. This bullfrog's cool. The bullfrog is dope. He's drinking wine. He talks. He speaks some language. I don't know what language it is. he's a bullfrog. And he was a good friend of, of mine. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? There's not enough... Context, and then it turns into joy to the world, all the boys and girls, all the fish in the sea. I think that's what happened. You didn't include bullfrogs in your fucking song, you piece of shit. You know the band's name includes bulldogs. The band's name includes the na- the word words word bulldogs. But they couldn't make a song about having a friend bulldog because if you had a friend bulldog and made a song about it, no one would give a fuck. Because everyone has a bull, a friend bulldog. Everybody, you have a friend bulldog. You have a friend bulldog. I know you do. Mirage Shockey, friend bulldog, guaranteed. What? Exactly. But having a friend bullfrog, pff, that's something special, Justin Carizzi. It really is. It is, it's something special to have a friend bullfrog. Jesus, that's a whole amphibian. In high school, I received an award for uh, engineering through the to the program uh, National en- uh, Energy Engin- uh, No National Energy Education Development Program. The acronym, which is more commonly known as NEED, uh, the P is silent. Cool.
15: Mark Neuer, everyone. don't know that I'm not friends with a bullfrog. (laughs) (laughs) This is bullshit, that's called attacking your audience. Um, I think that bit would go a lot better if you let people know what you were doing with the song and then went through the lyrics a little more clearly. Because I've heard that bit before and even for a second I was like, what are you, huh? Oh yeah, that bit. I think if you just make it more clear and you go like, where did these lyrics come from? Why is that such a weird song? Because it sounds weird. And I think I may remember hearing it, but I don't know if if it's in everybody's memory stronger than it is mine. You might have to just play that out more, but I think that could be funny.
2: I know the song and I didn't think it was funny, so I don't know, I'm sorry. I did a dance to it in high school. No, I was on the pom-pom teen, and we did a dance to Jeremiah who was a bullfrog. Does this include any commentary? Dude? Was a good that friend is, of mine. That
14: is going to help my Never my understood bit? a single word or are you he just going to sing my Buddy,
2: bit? Okay. My There you go. Pam gets the laughing and applausing
14: that I deserve during I'm my I'm just bit. saying, it's a song, but. I know, but where was the where was the construction of criticism? What well, I'm just saying
2: off? is, is it why choose something so obscure if you're not going to define it? Like, I get it because I'm obscure and I'm old and I know that stuff, but you have to relate it to people. Also, you made a lot of people sit here for 15 seconds with their sunglasses on in silence. That's kind of a dick move to do when everybody's here and they're all waiting for their
14: time. It gotta laugh yeah but nothing okay. else in my set did that did get a laugh I just want to make that known that and, did and get sometimes
2: laugh. you can make people uncomfortable but what kind of laughs do you want as a comedian why don't you sit down and write jokes
14: I w- oh write jokes <laughs> no I mean you you're a your funny time. person just you're funny but me. thank you guys for your time no, I'm just gonna I mean, attack me thank but you so no, if much all you want to
2: do you. is riff you're, then you're riff.
14: welcome for setting up the whole, the whole set up today thank no, you no but you want to
2: riff I didn't need you to set it up dude I can be here nobody asked you no one dude is it i'm no no, i'm just saying like you know you weren't funny tonight but why you don't want to break it down then why not break it down then why not we still have we're still losing people's time i'm saying why not talk about it you still have your sunglasses on you're clearly fucked up that you wouldn't even take yours how can you connect with an audience how can you connect with an audience when you leave your sunglasses on why would you do it (laughs) Why now? Now, but you're not connecting with me. I'm not your audience. Get up there and connect with your audience. No, but why leave your things on? Okay, I'm just saying. If you wanna, I mean, what was the point of tonight? What was the point of you being up there? There are tons of people on the list. Okay. All, all, all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying.
15: I, I really you like. Re- I really like this part of the set. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do we not want honesty? What do we want? Do we not want honesty? Do you want me to tell you you did a great job, Mark? I'm not going to lick your ass and tell you did a great job. You wasted four minutes of all of our time. I did all
14: new jokes.
2: No, you didn't. I've heard the. Other
14: than the
2: Jeremiah's Which I've heard. It's fine, but. What do you want? You don't have to come here early. I was coming back to open the place up. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay, we've got comics coming up next. All right.
15: Spontaneous performance art.
2: Okay, we're at, that was eight minutes. That was fine. This is the Joke Workshop. You guys are listening. That's awesome. Clap your hands wildly. Your next comedian, he runs Eagle Open Mic, and it's awesome. Put your hands together for Colin Holtz.
16: All right, I don't know how to follow that. I don't have a friend named Bulldog, but I did have I did have a friend named Scooby. Yeah, but it's I worked at a weed dispensary and he would come in all the time and he would buy weed and then he started getting into meth and he was addicted to meth and then there's this lady coworker that I had Then she started getting into meth. And I know this because I saw her on Sixth Street and she lost a lot of weight. (laughs) She was like, oh my God, Colin, I haven't seen you in forever. And I was like, this is closer than I feel like we've ever been before. (laughs) And uh, so she's on meth and she was just pacing around the pizza parlor and I was like, I gotta get out of here anyway. And then I went to OMG. Yeah, there we go. Woo! So there you go. Friends on meth. Man, what a world. <laughs> things can ch- things can change in six months, huh? <laughs> uh, I was at the bus stop earlier today. It was 1 a.m. Also at the bus stop was one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. And she believe it or not, came up to me. She was like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? And I was like, ah, well, I'm going home. And then she brushed her hand over my crotch and she said, well, where's home? And I was like, "Tide." <laughs> well, it's about a 30-minute bus ride away. <laughs> and then she said, well, do you need any company? And that's when I realized, you're a hooker. That's what this is. And she was like, yeah, duh. Um, (laughs) And I was like, well, you're welcome to come if you want. However, I do not have the $2.75 for your bus fare. (laughs) And then she just stared at me for longer than I was comfortable with, tried to figure out what to do in this situation? So I, well, I leaned in to kiss her, cause, <laughs> cause before that she she said, "Can you give me something for luck?" And I was like, "Well, be, this will be." She was like, "No, that's," n- wow, fucking way to fucking jump the gun on that. And she was like, "No, I meant money, you idiot." That's what she meant when she said, "Can you give me something for luck?" Anyway, this is an anticlimactic story, okay? Nothing happened. She walked away, I got on the bus and went home. The most exciting part of the story is that the bus came on time, all right? The only thing that came I, this is uh, the best part, okay, I got like a minute left. She's screwing in the horn. I was at the bus stop, and uh, a guy came up to me, and he's like, yo, give me your phone, and uh, I looked up at him, and I was like, no, and he was just like, oh, he didn't really do anything about it. He was just like, come on, man, give me your phone, and then I ignored him by looking at my phone, <laughs> and he went away. Like, I like to imagine he got home and his girlfriend was there and she was like, How was your night, honey? And he was just like, Nobody respects me at work. <laughs> but she She's like, Oh, come on, honey, I think you're a great thief. And he's like, For the last time, Sarah, I'm a mugger. There's there's a lot more on the line. I'm not some fucking cheap coward who steals in the night. This is face to face. I'm an honorable man. I'm going to steal things from people. Oh well, never mind. That's it.
2: Call it Yay! I'm so glad you bro- brought that joke back. I think it's so funny.
16: It was
4: next. No one respects next. me at work. It was great. <laughs>
11: With the um the weed joke, you could say like after you set up that you worked with both those people at a weed shop, they get into Matthew be like, clearly weed is a gateway drug.
12: <laughs> 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 and
11: weed ruined these people's lives.
2: <laughs> yes. Your hooker story was great. I don't think it's anticlimactic at all. I think it's very funny. Like the whole way through that the, the two seventy five line is very funny and the whole thing. I like it.
7: I wonder if, like, if you're looking for an end of the hooker story, you might be like, "Cause it, it's it's fa- it's getting uh, it's unraveling and getting worse." Yeah. when you, talk. you might just say, oh, you've heard this before, but now that woman is my wife" or something like that, where it just would be co- the opposite of what you'd expect. I don't know, but uh, my main thing. Thirty minutes say, later,
16: well, yeah, right. <laughs> we were fucking yeah, married. one thing's
7: like, yeah, 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 not snowy. No um, the other one was the uh, the thing about. Um, no one respects me at work. I don't know uh, how, how much I can sustain, but you could do other things from work or like, you know, some other thief started after him, but has has, has been he's been passed over in a yeah. way for promotion or something. like. Uh, or like he's, he's, like he's got bad. four phones he, today, he started after me, you know, or something like that. You
16: know? I'm, I'm still at a, as an apprentice. I'm fucking apprenticing as a thief.
2: I've been selling clamshells on this corner. <laughs> for I, five moved years. I moved up from sand dollars. I moved up from, I moved up from the clamshell flip phone all the way to the, to the, to the what's it called? The one with has to the Bluetooth, not Bluetooth. What's it called? What's this kind called? To the the BlackBerry. Razor? Oh, the to BlackBerry. The Blackberry, the, ra- the f- like, I got my way
16: fucking razor flip phone, dude. <laughs> I got Watch my razor. out. Circa I'm doing, 2003.
2: I'm doing iPhone tens now, and they don't even.
16: Just damn, no one. No funny. one does respect you, dude. <laughs> 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 Actually, I would respect the shit out of that. Like, it's the screen isn't cracked. It still works. You get service on that? That's insane. Crazy times.
2: Uh, clap your hands together, Colin Holtz. <laughs> Go see him on Wednesdays at the Eagle, Uh, one of my favorite open mics in the city. Love, love, love that. Your next comedian, he's from out of town, so we're doing a little bumpy, bumpy. Uh, He doesn't get comments, so just pay attention and laugh, everybody, at Jonathan Galliano.
13: Hello. Hello. No critique, rats. Um, Yeah, I uh, want to tell you guys about one of my favorite experiments, uh, because it's very interesting. Uh, it's the one where they gave rats a bunch of medical grade cocaine, uh, cause they wanted to find out how addictive cocaine is. Uh, the drug that, you know, sometimes in a pinch, uh, people that don't want to suck dicks, suck dicks for. And, uh... <laughs> It's fucked up. It's really sad because they, they took all these rats out of their natural environment and they isolated them and then they introduced cocaine water into their new environment and then the rats would discover the cocaine water and then all they would do is cocaine water and then they would OD and die every single time, which is fucked up. Like that's sad. Like they, they took these poor rats and they gave them cocaine that they otherwise would not have had access to and then they OD'd and they died. But what's even more heartbreaking to me is the fact that they made these rats do cocaine by themselves. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't even like cocaine, but it's a social drug, goddammit. You know what the solution to that problem is? Just add more fucking rats. That's a Hollywood Hills party. So a bunch of fucking coked out rats just talking loudly over each other. It's like two shameless rats just fucking in the corner in front of all their rat friends. There's that one rat trying to bum a cigarette that never has its own fucking pack. <laughs> this is why that experiment pisses me off, right? By the way, I used to work in a laboratory. I'm not uh, insane or anything. Uh, <laughs> they gave these poor little animals such a human drug but they took all the humanity out of the experiment, right? Like, these rats aren't doing blow until 5.37 in the morning, and they fucking snap out of it like, oh, fuck, I got to open a
8: Starbucks. like, <laughs>
13: yeah. Just unlimited free cocaine? <laughs> There's no unlimited free cocaine out there in the fucking world unless you're a fucking Colombian or a child actor or something. Like, that's so fucked up, <laughs> right? Rats are actually kind of smart. They've taught them how to do things. This is what I believe they should have done. If they wanted to learn more about addictive behavior, they should have given these rats a limited supply of cheese at the beginning of the month and then figured out how to make them trade that cheese for cocaine. (laughs) Those rats would get their shit together (laughs) to have some strung out rat just pacing in his cage. like, Jesus fucking... I blew all of my
7: cheese on cocaine. (laughs) So fucking...
13: The scientist is confused because the rat's like tapping on the glass and scratching and shit. he's like, I feel like specimen 42 is trying to communicate with me. The rat's just fucking twacked out. Like, can you guys front me? <laughs> I get more cheese on the first. <laughs> like, fucking, uh, that's a fictitious rat character I made up. Don't overthink it. Not a, Thank you for the horn there. Could they have taught them that you should have used like Pavlovian fucking conditioning too? um, uh, cause the horn, I don't know. I'm just, you know, trying to make things happen. I like science a lot, but, uh, I'm really tired of people talking about, uh, artificial intelligence. I'm fucking over it, right? It's like, ah, oh, are we going to create sentient life? Yes, don't worry about it. We're going to create artificial intelligence and it's going to be obvious. Everyone wants to know when we're going to do it. It's going to be pretty obvious we created artificial intelligent life when sex robots just stop letting random guys come on them, Right? <laughs> That's a pretty big (laughs) fucking clue. All right, you guys, that's my time.
2: Thank you. Jonathan Galliano, you don't need any comments because you're perfect. Keep clapping for Jonathan Galliano. You don't need any comments. All of your jokes are hilarious and wonderful and brilliant and I've never heard anything like it. And keep doing what you're doing, talking about rats doing cocaine. Very, very funny, hilarious stuff. I loved it. Everybody, your next comedian, love him too. He's such a doll, and I love his material. And he's also so cute. But I don't want to infantilize him because that's part of his material and has nothing to do with that. And it shouldn't be about what anybody looks like. It should be about what's in their hearts. Put your hands together for Murat Chaki. Yeah.
10: Nope. Up here, I have a bunch. I got serious writer's block on, so these are those jokes. Uh, my girlfriend broke up with me recently, uh, said I wasn't manly enough for her, which really caught me off guard because I hadn't even finished eating my ice cream cone. Uh, kind of <laughs> caught me off guard. Uh, so I'm, on, I'm back on the dating apps. I'm not on Tinder. I'm on OkCupid because I'm not fucking around. I'm looking <laughs> for the one. Uh, and OkCupid has a premium feature. It's called a boost. Now what a boost is, a little bit of cash guarantee 200 people see your profile in just five minutes. What a deal. I'm single. I I I could mingle. Let's give it a shot. (laughs) 300 seconds later, not a single like. (laughs) That means in just, again, 300 seconds, 200 people said, you know what? I can do better than this guy. (laughs) I think OkCupid needs to redo the marketing on the OkCupid boost. I think it should go for $199. You too can relive high school 25 times. in the span of five minutes on one sad, stoned Sunday evening. Never before has mass rejection been achievable at such a scale without the miracles of modern technology. Okay, Cupid, subscribe today. Die alone tomorrow. (laughs) I have a very non-threatening presence. I put out like this aura of safety, which is why I think I'm flipped off by children constantly. Does this happen to anybody else? It's always the same deal. It's not like shitty middle schoolers. It's always eight to nine-year-olds, and they see me. They always do the same thing, look both ways, make sure the coast is clear, and then they just fire from the hip. It always comes from the hip, because when kids see me, they don't see an elder. They see an equal. <laughs> What's the other part of that joke? Yeah, like a, another time, like this little Indian girl was on this balcony with her family. She waited for her family to go indoors, and then she just she saw me, and she just flipped me the bird (laughs) and there wasn't much I could say back to her because I was still in the middle of finishing my ice cream cone (laughs) and it's just very hard to come back with that I'm providing an integral service to our community kids need to learn how to assert dominance and what better target than someone who looks like a recalled cabbage patch kid (laughs) yeah um you guys want to hear about the time I got a camera shoved up my butt yeah, don't worry, it was a camera designed for butts. It wasn't just like a DSLR. I wasn't shitting Polaroids or anything like that. No, I had to get a colonoscopy because it turns out I have a genetic predisposition towards colon cancer, but don't worry, my colon's spotless. It's fucking crushing it right now. You could eat off my colon. You wish you had this colon. But I had this weird Russian doctor who felt the need to emphasize that I was the youngest person he'd ever given a colonoscopy to, and he proved so by showing me a full list of patients getting colonoscopies that day. I don't know what it is with Russians and data theft, but he goes, look, patients, 60, 70, 80 years old, then you 22. (laughs) I'm sorry, dog, I think I missed the punchline. Was it, we save butt camera for people close to death anyway. <laughs> uh, but when the procedure was done, I woke up to fucking Rasputin doing an impression of me to my family. <laughs> we turned him on side. He cried like little baby. <laughs> Came here for a colonoscopy, not a fucking roast battle, guy. Uh, but colonoscopy prep is really brutal. It's a 24-hour clear liquid fast. You can only have, like, no solids, just jello. And I didn't have any jello because I'm not a fucking mom from the 40s. Uh, so I went to Safeway, couldn't find any Jell-O, asked an employee, where's the Jell-O? To which he responded, oh, Jell-O? Like, for Jell-O shots? <laughs> That's a weird deviant-first association to make with Jell-O. That'd be like, oh, you need lotion, like for Jack and <laughs> Oh, you need a belt, like, to beat your kids with? (laughs) Or you need bleach for that final cocktail? (laughs) All right, I'll leave with this. Um, I had a lady come up to me and tell me that because of my very kind, very non-toxically masculine face that she just assumed I was genderless. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's what I was going for. My pronouns are actually what and huh? I don't know. It really comes off as like, wow, you seem like not a man. What do I have to do to prove I'm manly? Grow a beard? Get into carpentry? Stop eating this ice cream cone? <laughs> I don't know what I got to do. Anyway, thank you very much.
2: chucky. Oh, the hottest four I've seen in from anybody. No, I'm going to be honest. That's the hottest four I've seen from. You add punchlines every 35 words. You did, seriously. You had you had callbacks, you had punchlines, you started with an ice cream cone, you brought it back three times, it was amazing. I feel like you can bring that boost thing back. You had all kinds of funny ways you said things. You, like, seriously, you killed it. You... I I wrote at one one minute and 30 seconds. I counted 10 punchlines already. Wow. And you were at one minute and 30 seconds. So you were doing them faster than 25, 35 words a piece. You killed it. No, you you. were like, you took it seriously today. And the Russian accent is killer. Like, it was a really, really, I have nothing to say but, like, wow.
10: Thank you so much, Pam.
11: Uh, Yeah. No, I was just thinking, um, uh, like, all the items you listed, it'd be kind of funny just to, like, double down by making jerking off every one of the options. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's like, great. I yeah, should have like, stopped What's recording? the belt for? Jerking off? Like, so What's the bleach for? Jerking off? <laughs> I like
10: that
14: a lot. Yeah. Cool.
3: Uh, Yeah, heavy plus one to the Russian accent. Definitely keep it. Also loved the flipping off act out. It's just perfect. Um, Was there anything else, like, inappropriate that the doctor did? Like, maybe did he have, like, photos side by side of everybody's colonoscopies or something? Uh, I'm picturing, like, in a photographer's, like, (laughs) studio, you know, they have, like, all the Polaroids of, like, everyone. I don't know. I think there's maybe something. Yeah,
10: maybe just, like, a little more (laughs) patient photos. Some other wild shit, yeah. Yeah yeah
2: it's it's a lucky bit for you because it gives you the opportunity to connect with people on so many different age ranges and that people that are younger they're like oh my god colonoscopy and people that are like older are like yeah man you had a colonoscopy (laughs) so it gives you an option to like connect with a lot of different people in the audience cool yeah
9: uh yeah i don't i don't really have any uh good suggestions because you you obviously killed it but uh I think maybe something like, yeah, you could probably do more with, like, the doctor fucking with your parents, or, like, maybe they're showing him the video and being like, this is when he was crying, oh, <laughs> or like some, some shit like that, I think, because, like, tiny more,
2: because yeah. I, I used to paint, polyp is a fun word, polyp is a fun word, I cut tiny polyp. <laughs>
10: I cut a big part of that joke uh out where I'm setting up how I actually had a panic attack uh right before the anesthesia kicked in but it was a lot of filler. Uh so I hope it's actually clear that like when I say he cried like little baby, "Oh, Murad had a panic attack uh before the colonoscopy." Is that clear? No. Huh? You can correct that.
2: Yeah. Like Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for respecting my panic attack. That was a panic. That was a full bone panic attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah then give some
9: Russian response, like like a, what is a panic attack? Yeah. Like, what <laughs> is panic attack? Three months. Panic attack.
2: This <laughs> is this when the SS comes to your house and they wake up your whole family and they take away your beats
12: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there's that. Uh, but I also think the the uncertainty of like, oh, did he? Was he crying? Uh, While well, he was under, like for some reason, or was I awake? For yeah, it? yeah, or like <laughs> were you awake for it? Or like were you like like under anesthesia, fucking crying? <laughs> you know, like because it's uh, you're. Mm-hmm.
10: Okay, cool.
2: You had an amazing set, everybody. Murad oh, you thank you. Well, we're going into a quick rock block of uh, amazing sets. Your next comedian, he won't be getting uh, comments, but he will be hilarious for you. Clap your hands wildly for John Gallagher! Yay!
11: Thank you, everybody. I uh, was walking around my my home of Oakland, California, and as I'm walking around the street, a a guy decides to stop me, and he says, Huh! Huh! Looks like your skateboarding days are over. And they just kept walking, <laughs> and just like what a—it's one a, like a burn, just so gnarly. <laughs> like you just had to stop and just go gah! Like it just felt like a, a train hit you. Because if you ever—you've had a person tell you you look bad? Have you ever tell you a person uh, had a person tell you that you look like a bygone era? You know what I mean? Just like a like a dead dream. Like like if this was like the 20s, you would be like, keep don't work too hard, dust bowl, or like. Or if, like, a boomer would be like, don't throw it. It's like, high school's over, Montana. <laughs> like, just all that shit. No, <laughs> it just was such a brutal, brutal burn. He just, yeah, it, in one fell swoop, he just told me I'm old and look like shit. And I was having a good day until that moment. <laughs> it's like, nope, you're broken. Don't try. Give up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I I told that joke a little bit ago, and I said the thing about how, uh, like, it's kind of like the real Rip Van Winkle story, you know? Like, because that's the story, if you guys know it, this is the one about, like the, the, like, the first, like, American fairy tale, and it's the worst fairy tale ever. It's a dude goes to sleep, and he has a beard, and they're like, whoa, look at this guy. He's got a beard now. And that's it. He just, like, went to sleep for, like, 80 years, and then he had a beard, and that's that's a story. It's like, a man went into a coma, and no one did anything. Like, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should anybody check up on him? It's like, no, he's fine. He's just growing his beard and fucking go poke him in a stick if you want. I'm like we got somebody else in the stockade. It's horrible. <laughs> we shit in buckets. It's a terrible time to be alive. Generally, really. <laughs> I was walking along on a, a pride, and uh, was, uh, pride was a, a fun day for everybody. Uh, on pride, there was a guy in a business suit just sitting down. He's like, oh, this guy's having a good time. And he gives me a big smile, opens up his suit jacket, takes out a canister of dust off. Takes a big old hit of the dust off and then has an even bigger smile on his face, puts it back in and sits down. It's like, yeah. Now, the thing is, it's like San Francisco got a big heroin problem. Like, it was weird because he sm- he's doing dust off. It's like, heroin's right there. Why? So you gotta go rob a CVS for your shitty addiction. Just do the heroin. It's right there. I don't know, man. <laughs> I was, uh, this is a, I read it. I, I got duped by fake news a little while ago, and I should have been in hindsight uh, because this is the story I read. Uh, it was, I'm going to give you the headline, and it was Mom saves family from armed intruder by giving him blowjob. <laughs> I should have probably known immediately because I was like, damn, like the headline was of the family in the paper. It's like, you just want to brag about this horrible event. And it was everybody involved. It was like the mom and like Mr. Cuck USA and their two kids. Like, you remember when you would, let's say you read that. and You're like, remember when you wouldn't brag about the worst event that happened in your entire life? (laughs) <laughs> like, like, that's like a Tennessee Williams short story. That's like how everybody, that's the reason everybody's an alcoholic now. So your mom had to blow a guy to stop murdering you with a gun. Okay. Uh, yeah, what a weird, okay. I think that's all I got. Okay, thanks, guys.
2: John Gallagher! <laughs> Exciting new stuff from John Gallagher. Oh, yeah, we're not doing comments because he got bumped up because he came late and stuff. But he's special because he's hilarious. And he runs OMG on Tuesdays. You guys should go to that open mic. I wish I could. I have a job. If I didn't, I would always be at Tuesday's OMG open mic. Your next comedian, uh, he's one of the dudes, people behind 33 Tahama. Put your hands together for Justin Carisi. <laughs>
15: everybody, I got a fun little story I want to make more fun. Um, I am a weirdo, my friends know it, you suspected it, I'm confirming it. I'm, a, I'm an interesting character. Um, what I want to make clear is I think I'm like entry-level weird. I think I'm like a normal person's weird person, right? My weird friends are extra weird. I'm pretty sure I know a witch And I want to be clear about that. I don't mean like a girl who loves astrology and has bipolar disorder. I mean, like, I think I know a wood spirit. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I met her and her life was an absolute catastrophe. So I said, uh, if it would help you out, you could live in my closet. And she did for a long time. (laughs) And that's where a witch would live. That's where the brooms are. Uh, she swears to God that she's from Minnesota, but she talks like a fairy tale princess. This is what she sounds like. She'd be like, it's a little warm in the closet today. I'm going to sleep out here. You ever heard anyone from Minnesota? They talk like they're gagging on marbles. Oh, me and Douglas are going to go down to the mall today, don't you know? I'm from Minnesota. You're lying about being human. She has gold eyes, she has a lion's mane of hair. She would wake up in the morning with leaves and twigs stuck in it, and I would pick them out. Like, did you go outside last night? And she'd say, no, that just happens sometimes. Not unless you're a witch. She did not eat human food. She was allergic to everything. Uh, I saw her eat pumpkin out of the can with a spoon. Witches love pumpkins. I saw her eat frozen peas straight from the freezer like a witch. (laughs) (laughs) She always had magic mushrooms. I don't know where she got them from. She had a mushroom garden in one of my dress shirts or something. She would just come out of my closet with a handful of magic mushrooms, not in a bag, just in her hand and it would just be mushroom time. It's time to communicate with nature. I've brought you the gifts of the earth. And they were, they were, witches have pretty dank mushrooms. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, get your mushrooms from a witch. Here's the scariest part. She had a great sense of humor. We would laugh about everything all day until I accused her of being a witch. I would say, you know, we would laugh all day long and I'd say like, an extra witchy today. And she'd go, stop it. I'm not a witch, stop it. She'd cover her face like I was gonna burn her. Um, She told me she made all her money as a prostitute. She would go on Backpage and meet guys for money. But sometimes she would leave the house and come back in a half an hour with a thousand dollars. And I would say, that does not add up. What did you do? And she'd say, I got my money. And I'd say, did you fuck a guy for it? No. But he gave you a thousand dollars? Yes. Well, it's obviously witchcraft. Uh, She lived with me for nine or 10 months. I never figured her out. But when she moved out of my closet, all that was left was just three crystals on the floor. Like I defeated her in World of Warcraft and she just dropped loot. And that's that, thank you.
2: Justin Carisi everyone, hooray. And then yay. That microphone, fluffy microphone is up.
10: Hey, yeah, uh I think you uh the entry level weird thing is a little more set up than you need to. I think you can get to the witch story quicker. Also, if people see if that's not what you're opening with, people know you're weirder than entry level weird. Like uh that doesn't compute for me. You don't seem entry level weird is what I'm saying. You seem aggressively weird. <laughs> oh, good, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, cool. Fair enough.
14: Thank you. Cool. Uh
10: also uh you said she covered her face uh, like you were about to burn her. Yeah, I think it might also be funny to say she covered her face like a witch would. Uh, <laughs> okay. <or something>.
15: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That blowjob must have been magical, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she lived in my closet uh, like fucking Harry Potter. I think that's a missed opportunity.
15: Okay. Harry Potter. Thank you. He lived in well, Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, I, he had yeah. magic. I should see that If you're those talking movies. about
2: magic, he lived in the oh, it was a that's covered in, in his yeah. skin.
15: Cupboard. All right. The fake news. The,
2: the witch story is unusual. I don't think I've any. I, I mean, it's, it's it's. I mean, it's it's unusual. I've never heard anything like it before. Therefore funny i mean just because no go back up there you can say things too i was just waiting for you to get, get, grab it i think
7: it was stupid was no i just you mentioned the the peas the frozen peas and immediately yeah. thought like i think she thought those were newt's eyes or uh, something yeah, like a witch ingredient uh, d- i don't know if people i didn't know if people even that. yeah frog's eyes newt's eye eyes. of newt eye yeah
4: of newt and toe of frog some kind of bubble bubble toil and trouble
10: Also, uh, I get the World of Warcraft loot drop reference. I don't know that that's going to go for everybody, Uh, but when you said uh, three crystals, I didn't think reward for defeating her. I thought she left a hex on her way out. Ah, Uh, I think you should definitely go with, like, now I just taste blood randomly or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
15: yeah. Okay. (laughs) Very good. Um, Does anybody have any comments on the pace or the structure of it? I feel like it's just a bunch of things that she did as... It's fine, no one cared about that? Okay, cool. Thank you.
2: Clap your hands together, Justin Carizzi! (laughs) All right, moving right along, your next comedian. We're also, he's not getting comments because he's uh, jumping the list. But he's been in this forever, so he deserves it. And like I wouldn't I honestly if I put him up, I'd be like, I don't know what to say to you, because you're always so fucking funny. Put your hands together, everybody, for Cole Chapman. Oh, yeah. oh,
9: shit. Yeah. She was talking about me. Hooray.
2: How you guys doing?
9: Good. Good. Go. Shut up, James. Shut up. I'm kidding. Everybody James Moore, everybody. Yay. 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 I do wanna. Uh John I thought that uh, air the guy just shooting up air that's like the worst mentos commercial ever. Doo doo just fucking passing or whatever you do when you anybody fucking inhale computer duster or shit like that fucking freon or whatever you turn it upside down freeze a knuckle you're like that's not good but it's still fun anyways we still do it all the time. Uh good family fun. Um I want to talk about, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've been at my job for, like, too long now. I realize this. It's about five years, and I realized this uh, the other day when, uh, on in a single day, I ran into the same co-worker three times on my way to the bathroom. Uh, I know. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Because it's so weird. It's, like, it's a very upsetting thing because eight hours, three times in the same bathroom. This man is 67 years old. Now, I'm getting concerned for my own health. But, like... The first couple times it's fine, right? First time you're like, hey John, how's it going? Oh, hey, uh, have a good weekend. All right, we'll I'll see you around the office, okay? See you later. Yeah, second time around, it's like you gotta make it cute. You're like, oh, alright, we gotta stop meeting like this, John. <laughs> all right, okay, alright, well, we'll see you later. And the third time comes around, you're just like, What the fuck, dude? Like, are you serious? Like what the what what is happening here? What why are we like I'm just concerned. I'm like, did we synchronize sphincters somewhere along this? <laughs> 67 year old man and me <laughs> just like was linking up on this fuck <laughs> poop cycle I don't know it's garbage I don't want to anyways guys workshop uh, <laughs> don't give me feedback I don't deserve it uh, plus I'm not allowed uh, anyways <laughs> I don't know uh, I uh, I do enjoy having this face not just because it's white let me explain uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I get a lot of weird reactions, like in in strange places, you know, like uh, uh, I was walking through the Tenderloin not too long ago, and some people get sketched out walking through the Tenderloin and think it's scary, Uh, but it's not scary for me anymore uh, because I realized I have uh, this face, and when I walk through the Tenderloin with this face, you get a lot of funny reactions because, like, I got the kind of face that looks like if you were going to ask me some kind of question, I might answer you almost exclusively in big band jazz music, you know what I mean? And that's like... When you walk through they're like, hey Cole, how's it going? I'm like, what, 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 ba 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 Like, forget I asked. Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up. you Goddamn trumpet face. Uh, but, so like I walked through the dollar, and I got this kind of face. And you still got drug dealers on corners trying to hawk their wares. And at the end of the day, they're good salesmen. So they change up their pitch from, a, from something like, you know, like oxy, weed, coke, like that kind of shit. They change it to something more my speed. Like I walked by one guy and he whispered in my ear, he was like peanut butter jelly sandwich. I was like, what? <laughs> Like what the fuck you say? He was like, peanut butter jelly sandwich. I was like, what jelly? He was like grape. I was like, get out of here, man! Fuck that shit. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. He was like, Flintstones, chewable vitamins. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got my attention, sir. What flavor? He was like mixed berries. I was like give me all that shit, bro. <laughs> Stop wasting time. Actually, I think a lot of people. Like I don't. I don't really have that kind of drug. Like I'm looking for drugs. Face. Like I think a lot of people have a face. Like they're going to the Tenderloin to look for drugs. Jack Ferguson, for instance. You know, like I see you. You're like, for sure, looking for drugs. I gotta look. I gotta face. You look at me. It's like he's looking for clues or something. You know, like <laughs> I'm creeping through. Like, ooh, a needle. <laughs> a whole trail of them. Let's go, gang. Like <laughs> Like that's, that's the kind of look I got going on. It's not very threatening. The only drug I do uh, enjoy is marijuana. Uh, but that's that's kind of. I mean, I enjoy other stuff. Too. I don't want to be totally exclusive on it right radio audience and my employers um but it's uh <laughs> i don't know it's weird because i don't know what good weed is it anybody know what good weed is how to know what that is are you familiar Ernest, obviously but you yeah yeah yes what what is your impression i'm like how do you how do you tell how do you know when you've had good weed um, I, exactly you don't know so <laughs> you have to think about it for fa- i cut you off sorry what is it Good ideas? You're smoking the worst weed possible. Yeah. What the fuck kinda cheat code weed is that? That's bullshit. <laughs> the only time I know I've smoked good weed is if I smoke it and I immediately feel like I've been poisoned like a king. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, oh, no! <laughs> like pointing out treason amongst the kingdom, like my friend's just trying to watch Planet Earth. I'm like the wolves have ears, there's threats around every corner. Uh <laughs> All right, that's my time. Good enough for uh payment everybody. Yay! Yay! Yay, Cole Chapman.
2: Something happened to my music. I was trying to work it. I'm also very high. That was very funny. Yay for Cole Chapman. Well, yay. I met they're they're still having fun. It was it's hey, I'm sorry, I'm really high at this point. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, how you guys doing? Thanks Pam for proving the golden rule, which is true for cocaine and also comedy that only white people get bumps. You like that? Um, yeah, man. I was thinking about murdering the president a lot. Do you guys think about that? About ways you could kill him? Like poisoning his McDonald's dipping sauce? Or maybe actually uh booby trapping one of the pussies he's about to grab? Switch out his, her IUD for IED. You know? Like, oh, and he grabs it and it explodes. You guys know that's a thing, that's a bomb? Have you guys watched Man on Fire? Where Denzel put a bomb up that guy's ass and blew him up? That's a dan- That's a mass weapon, fuck a fucking nuclear bomb, dude. Where are all these butthole bombs? We could kill the world with that, man. Well, it'll probably kill me. Um, I've been thinking about that a lot, mainly because I was wondering what's Trump doing with all these Mexican babies on the border? Like, how many babies do we need to rape? Am I right, guys? Are we the Catholic Church? Okay. uh, (laughs) Honestly, like, what are our government doing to these? Uh, Is the government experimenting with Mexican babies so they can make Mexican superheroes? Is that what they're doing? Because that would be pretty awesome. Um, Hey, guys. Uh... I like taking drugs, I like taking acid, Uh, but a lot of people say I don't like uh, hallucinogens because they don't like bad trips, and I like, and I love bad trips, you know, I like taking acid and going to court, (laughs) that's why I had to shave my mustache, I took acid uh, at my son's baptism and almost punched a priest because I thought he was trying to drown my baby, Um, I also took acid on June, I mean, uh, November the 8th, 2016, and then summoned a demon named Donald Trump, who does the devil's work and kills Mexican babies, so that was cool. Uh, I also took acid one time, and I thought I was in hell. You ever thought that you died, like, two years ago, and you are like, in hell for all eternity? Because of the deeds you done And then you're like fuck man I'm in hell I might as well get a job Because you know Am I right working is hell Am I right <laughs> Uh, Did you guys know that Charlie Manson Was a dude who used to give Acid to people And not do the acid Like what kind of psychopath does that Speaking of which, who here wants some acid? I got like five hits in my box. You guys want some? All right, you guys have a good night. <laughs> Ernest
2: Evangelista. Ernest Evangelista, everybody. Bring the microphones up. Yeah. I
4: don't doubt that you have acid. That's... Having
10: acid for your baby's baptism is way too crazy to gloss over like that. very crazy. I think that should be a lot of the joke. (laughs) I think you should talk about that day uh, because that's what I'm most interested in. That's a fucking weird place to be on hallucinogens, Mm -hmm. man. Okay, that's it.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Matt.
9: Okay.
10: Are
0: there? And no, does
9: anyone have any? It's no cool. one has
4: any comments. People can say nice. I mean, I don't really have
9: specific comments. I feel. I feel like bouncing off Marat. I feel like there's definitely a lot of room for something like that to like explore that premise. Because like, I feel like your like style is like a lot of like quick, 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 and you kind of gloss over a lot of stuff. Where it's mm. like, I feel like what would be interesting more to like an audience, especially an audience that knows you, would be like, we want to hear more about like your perspective like where you're coming from so like that journey I like I definitely want to hear about that trip man like no doubt <laughs> like you got to tell us something like that and I feel like it's in general just as far as like writing goes it's like better to come from that personal yeah. place and to like you know quickly gloss over something that like could be a good story but you yeah that just chance, don't you
7: know?
0: okay believe more okay uh,
7: made me think of like the I got an idea from that uh, expanding on the uh, doing acid for your baby's baptism the idea of like so just going like yeah I don't know just something about like uh all the uh, the chanting—they had the chanting and robes, and they and they they anointed it with water, and just made the whole thing seem so weird. <laughs> hmm? Do you know what I mean? Like,
2: <laughs> that's funny, because huh? it would be weird, and everything kept melting. <laughs> nah, this water in there too. Okay. But Thank no. you. Everybody, ever Ernest Evangelista. <laughs> All right, your next comedian, clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Brita Thompson.
6: Hey, everybody. I'm going to get right into it. My parents came to visit me this weekend. And I was kind of nervous because it was the first time they were going to meet my boyfriend. And we go out to this nice, fancy restaurant. I had reservations. And classic, my mom, she launches into a ghost story right away. And I was like, this is so embarrassing. How am I going to explain to my mother that my boyfriend is a ghost? I partially blame her because she let me watch that live-action Casper movie way too early, and that movie is very sexual for children. So I'm growing my hair out. Um, I used to have a really extreme haircut. The back half of my head was shaved so that you could see my scalp tattoo, and um, my scalp tattoo is a cartoon picture of two eyes, and underneath it it says, uh, did I give you permission to look at my scalp? And it's great because in the front it looks professional, so I can be respected at work, but I live on a sketchy street, so um, if anybody's walking behind me, uh, I don't want them to get too close. So my last name is really common. My last name is Thompson. And my email address is my first initial B and my last name and another combination of letters that I'm not going to tell you now. Um, And there's somebody, there's a man named Bud Thompson who has a very similar email address to mine. And um, I know this because I get his porn spam. (laughs) So my spam filter, um, every day I check my email and my spam always says stuff like this. Sex mad ladies ready to ravish you in your city tonight from hookupaffairs.eu. Uh, get it on with cheating mommies. From nostringhookup.com. Janet has unlocked her private pics and contact info for you from strictlynsa.ru and stand with refugee children from aclu.org. <laughs> Do you guys ever get so high you write movie pitches for uh, sequels to 90s movies? Um, I have a couple here that I wrote. Um, here's one called, they're kind of fucked up though, so trigger warning. Um, here's one called Shallow Hal 2, Even Shallower. The film begins with an incredibly graphic scene of Drew Barrymore, a captain or some other high-ranking official fighting in the Iraq War. She gets her face blown off with an IED. The next four hours is a facial reconstruction surgery in Zurich, in real time. Jack Black falls in love with her. Big Daddy 2, even daddier. Adam Sandler's son, played by an adult Haley Joel Osment, is all grown up. And he's been in a horrific car accident and is now in a coma. An elderly Adam Sandler now needs to clean his bedpans and bed sores, etc. in full old age makeup and fully <laughs> full-blown Adam Sandler mode, like the voices and stuff. Uh, <laughs> he's also caring for a Jack Russell Terrier who survived the collision. Haley Joel's mind is in the dog now. Thank you. <laughs>
2: From the mind of Brita Thompson.
4: Yay. Comments. Stuff.
17: Uh, what's up? I was—I think the uh, email joke was really funny. Mm-hmm. I think maybe you gave too many examples of porn before you had, like, the mm-hmm. ACL thing. Okay, yeah. Because I sort of, like,
6: Zoned dropped
17: out. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I think maybe if it was just, like, two or three at the beginning, yeah. it would be a little bit harder. Okay,
6: maybe just two, fun. and then the third would be the test.
2: I think that you telegraphed your boyfriend being a ghost before that was the punchline. Like there's something mm. funky about the language. Like I liked where you were going. Yeah. And I really liked that Casper was sexual at the end, but when you said you said like your mom starts telling a ghost story and mm-hmm. then you the reveal that your boyfriend was a ghost that like the idea of it i love the fruition of it like didn't land for me so there's something in but there's yeah that premise like i love where you're going with that 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 she's a clairvoyant and you but then he's a ghost boyfriend and i think all of that has but just the way you got to it i was like huh
6: yeah maybe just like preface how she's kind of weird and tells ghost stories at random times which is true so thank you thanks pam
15: Uh, My favorite part was that comment you made about that in the Adam Sandler portion Mm -hmm. where you said uh, with the voices and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think more aside comments like that in that section might be funny, like make it a thing and just explain what you're saying to people because that was that was funny. I like that.
7: Cool. This might be going too far in a different direction. It would kind of kill the Casper bit. At the end, I think, but uh, maybe you could do a thing. I don't know if this works, but uh, if you said, "Oh, I went to dinner with my parents. My, my new boyfriend wanted to introduce him, and uh, she's uh, she started telling a ghost story. He was like so mortified and embarrassed because my because he's imaginary. <laughs> do you know what I mean like? I don't yeah, know if that yeah. ties enough. You know, be like, that's oh, funny. I was so embarrassed because no, obviously, funny. Yeah. yeah, all right,
6: misdirect. That's good. I don't know if it makes. sense. No, thank you.
2: Other comments? Clap wildly, everybody, for Brita Thompson! <laughs> hey, 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 moving right along on this list. Uh, we have two more comedians with comments. Your next comedian, clap your hands together, for Dan Lewis!
7: It's rules. <sighs> Fantastic. Okay, everybody, let's see what we got here. You guys see uh, that they recently did, a bunch of A-list actors got together and did a live stage reading of the Mueller Report. You see this is an actual event that occurred? Yeah, this is a great idea. The swing voters love this sort of thing. Hollywood celebrities doing stuff like this. Yeah, did took me back to my childhood when my parents took me to Carnegie Hall to see uh, Barbara Streisand and Yul Brynner uh, recite the Pentagon Papers. That was really good. <laughs> As you know, that helped uh, Jimmy Carter get elected later in 1976. So I think it's going to help our man Hickenlooper in 2020. Am I right? <laughs> All right. Uh, see, I, I don't really understand gambling. I've never understood why people would do it. Uh, they go out and you, just, you have no control over what happens. The odds are stacked against you. So why would you do this through your time? you know. Like take roulette, for instance. Put your money on a number. You just wait for it to come up. 36 to 1. That's terrible. Terrible odds. You know, the only game that makes sense to play just because the odds are in your favor Russian roulette. Five out of six. Those are good odds. Come on, give me those any day. All right. Uh, So, thinking about the people that have died doing autoerotic asphyxiation, (laughs) uh, you know, (laughs) I don't think their problem really at the heart is the asphyxiation so much, it's the auto. I think is the problem. Uh you know cuz you could do erotic asphyxiation with somebody else but so you know at, in, in essence they're really dying of his loneliness when you think about it and they <laughs> Nobody ever dies doing the masturbation that he wants to do. You die doing the masturbation you have to do. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Apologies for that. Uh <laughs> So I didn't know what ghosting was, and I had to ask somebody recently. Uh, I I got embarrassed because I waited too long to ask anybody. So finally I got around to asking somebody, and they told me what it was. And I realized we've had this. We've always had this. It's just that we rebranded it and made it the other person's fault, right? Because it used to be called not taking a hint. Right. So... uh, woke we're getting woke uh people are getting canceled all over the place that's a transition there to another thing uh people getting canceled all over the place statues are coming down latest one is kate smith i don't know if you know who this is it's her recording of god bless america that's no longer going to be played at yankees games or philadelphia flyers games uh because somebody figured out that she recorded a racist song back in the 1930s so no more kate smith you know and if this doesn't teach her a lesson hopefully dying of old age in 1986 did yeah, whole idea is that we shouldn't enjoy some of someone's work While some of their other work is problematic So I'm just kind of hoping our old scientists kept their noses clean Like Alexander Fleming Otherwise, no more penicillin, you guys We're all going to have to walk around with that clap We're going to find out if Jonas Salk went to George Washington Carver to Halloween And polio, uncancelled Right Aww I saw an ad recently for uh, Comic Con, Comic Con's coming up pretty soon this summer, and in the ad was some footage from last year's Comic Con, and they had all these people dressed up as their favorite characters and stuff, uh, and one of them was like a whole group of dudes all dressed as stormtroopers. I thought this was a weird choice. You know, like you you get to be whoever you want to be, it's your fantasy, except for you choose to remain an anonymous nobody only in a cooler universe. You know, like, uh, yeah. Give me a noogie-proof helmet and a wedgie-proof codpiece, and a I can be the nerd with armor that I've always wanted to be. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yay! And, uh, damn it. Yay! That was Dan. Oh, thanks. That was yay.
4: Yeah. I don't
2: need. Um, hands. you write really funny jokes, but what I wrote kept writing down is like, who are you? Because. Yeah. Like you, But you tell – you have lots of punchlines. You have lots of setups and lots of punchlines. Yeah. But I'm like, why am I supposed to be into you telling me these yeah. jokes? Yeah, I know They what are – am I a dick? I'm sorry no, no, if I'm no, no, hurting no, no. people's feelings tonight. I, maybe I was too honest earlier or whatever, but I'm just – I try to be <laughs> honest on
7: this Workshop. You should go by my your reaction. You should your, go by my reaction. Look, but your jokes are funny.
2: It. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're well-written and they're funny, but it's like – Uh Why aren't we reacting? Like, why aren't we? And I think because it's like we're not getting you. Yeah,
7: I gotcha. And you're
2: telling jokes on all all different. You're touching points all over the place. And they're all funny and well-written, to be honest. And you set up and punch it. But, like, why aren't we reacting? Yeah. And I feel like it's because you're not being, like, your material needs to be a conduit so we like you.
7: Gotcha, yeah.
2: Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, and I mean I, it's not. Yeah. And I'm saying I don't like you. I like you, and I like your writing. I like your, I and you like your mean, jokes. Yeah. I just I want like There's I don't X know why they're not there. hitting because they're yeah. funny.
7: I totally know what you mean. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I, I do know what you mean.
10: I like you, Dan. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> it might be funny if. uh you reference you reference the pentagon papers uh maybe you can go crazy with it and just to like talk about you being old you say it's like the magna carta or something like that (laughs) yeah uh yeah
7: yeah random little yeah i'm trying to think of the most boring thing to listen to somebody read but yeah that would be too right
2: the clinton expose was pretty interesting they talk a lot about sex
7: Oh yeah Those
2: papers would be much more interesting to read Well I'm looking for something
7: not interesting The joke to me is that Why would you go see somebody read a long 5,000 page report It just doesn't But that's my fault if it doesn't get across too So I don't know That was my idea anyway Anyway
8: Oh, I mean that That contrast there though You could use that Where it's Like I don't want to see that And you give like two examples That you don't want to see You break that with The Clinton papers About well. like I want to yeah. fucking listen to set, Like about set, like You know like That kind of thing
7: Yeah yeah
0: Totally yeah Anyway,
7: anyway. Oh
0: thanks I for really like the um You die of the masturbation You have to uh-huh. like that uh, That yeah. was really good Uh and also, I like the Warren Commission. That's a good report. The Warren Report, maybe. Yeah. I thought of that one, actually.
7: I wondered mm-hmm. if the other one sounded better, but I did think of that one, too. That's a yeah. good one. The Thank Warren Report. You. Yeah, who killed Kennedy? Anyway. <laughs> okay, you Clap guys. your hands Thanks. together, everybody.
2: Dan Lewis, Thank yay! Thank you. Yay! All right, your next comedian is the last comedian we're gonna be giving comments to, but then we have other comedians we're just gonna listen to their sets, yay! Uh, So the last comedian with comments, put your hands together, everybody, for James Mara! (laughs) (laughs) What's
18: up, fam? Um, Have we? Alright, that's it. I'm done. Actually, can you guys have we figured out like a Venmo? Is there? Do you have like a Venmo type thing yet? Or you
2: can no, you can. Do we have a donate button at MutinyRadio.fm?
18: Alright, I don't have any cash, Pam. I'm sorry. It's okay. Very sorry. Um, anyone have a dollar I could borrow, or two? you can all take right, a can, picture. I won't
2: count this against your time, but you can just take a picture and then of anything in the room, and then oh. post it to your Instagram, by uh, anyth- tagging anything in the room at all. Anything you want in the bathroom, any person, whatever you want, a piece, piece of the art, can anything you want. Can it be a picture of Murad like you shitting could, or something? You could do anything you want, and you just post it to your Instagram and put um, Mutiny Radio SF okay. and tag us, and that's worth two dollars to me. So I'm starting oh. your time now.
18: All right, sweet. Um, cool, what's up, guys? Uh, I don't like dirty talk. Uh, I think it's because I hate rhetorical questions. You know? Like, I think they're a waste of time, right? Like, if you were eating the fuck out of some pizza, and I was like, ooh, you like that pizza? You'd be like, what the fuck does it look like, dude? <laughs> like, I'm I'm moaning, you know? Um, <coughs> my ex-girlfriend always used to ask these fucking stupid-ass questions in bed, right? And then I think for the hundredth time, she was like, ooh, you like this pussy? It's like, the pussy's great, but the conversation is awful. So, and then we broke up, so... Cool. Um joke number one down. I think that one worked. Um I was recently diagnosed with ADD. Sorry, let me rephrase. I recently diagnosed myself with ADD. Um I did it a bit differently from the doctor, so the doctors usually identify a disease and then recommend a cure. Uh I actually identified a cure and then recommended a disease, right? I was like, I need Adderall, how are we gonna make this work, right? So uh I decided to break the news to my doctor. I was like, yo doc, uh, it's gonna be tough for you to hear. You know, but your boy has ADD, so uh, go ahead and prescribe those Addies, and I'll just you know, be in my mer- my merry way. And uh, she was pretty much like no, she just pretty much was like nah. <laughs> I pre- I pretty much bo- There was like a little like a back and forth. I was kind of just bombing. Um, one of the questions was, uh, do you have a history of misbehaving in school? And I was like, no, because I thought it was like a have you been a good boy type of situation. <laughs> uh, that was the wrong answer um and the other question she asked was like um have you been using any recreational drugs and i said yes (laughs) because i've been using a shit ton of recreational adderall also the wrong answer um so uh so yeah so at the end of our little call she was like you know what i think you have i think you have anxiety and i was like you know you might have a point there um and she was like so i'm just going to recommend meditation and i was like that was not what i was looking for Uh, so now every day for 10 minutes i close my eyes and I try to figure out how the fuck I'm going to get Adderall. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. Um, I actually did figure something out. Uh, I actually decided to just start dating girls with Adderall prescriptions. It's actually a fun little hack for anyone that's trying to get some Addies. Uh, It's a true story. Actually, the last two girls I've dated have had Adderall prescriptions, and I wish I could say that's a coincidence. It's really not. Um, They've just kind of been the plugs. Um, And it's interesting because I feel like a lot of our parents, older people talk about, like, sucking dick for cocaine. Uh, and I'm doing the millennial version of that, which is eating pussy for Adderall. So that's what I've been, <laughs> what I've been doing. Um, I got a new therapist. Uh, she's pretty dope. She's this like six foot tall, tatted up Latina woman. Uh, I am terrified of her. Uh, also in love with her, I think at the same time, which is kind of an interesting relationship to have with a the therapist. Um, she's a lot better than my last therapist. My last therapist was a white dude, trash, horrible, right? And it wasn't even that anything he did, it was, no, no matter what, I just couldn't bring myself to tell a white dude how much I hated my black father. Does that make sense? Like, I couldn't, uh, like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna write this dude's manifesto for him, right? I'd be like, what are you writing, bro? <laughs> I'd be like, I hate my dad. He'd be like, me too. I'm like, wait a second, dude. You haven't met this dude. Um, duh, 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 new therapist. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Thank you. <laughs>
2: James Mara, everyone, yay, and then yay.
15: I like your drug jokes. Thanks, they're, very, they're very zeitgeist, that very touches on the this is what it's like to be a millennial. Love that. Uh, I wanted to mention I have a dirty talk bit that's almost exactly the same. Oh, is it really? Yeah, so I think that, I'm going to rethink mine now because I feel like that's a pretty common um, parallel thinking sort like of thing. Like a rhetorical question type of thing? Yeah, exactly. I even, mm. I even have the exact line, do you want this pussy, in it. Oh, okay, interesting yeah so we might have to fight for it then yeah so you would win you would win that fight up i'm i'll i'm down i'm down
18: yeah
8: that's
15: just what they that's say it's just
2: that that's just, just that's just what girls say anyways it's all derivative yeah. so but yeah. Yeah. Uh, i also what are you i talking I, I put i mean I, I didn't have any constructive anything I, I just had sexy talk smiley face exclamation exclamation and adderall all is funny like that's what i Those were my notes to you, which is totally unhelpful, just saying that I thought your stuff was funny. Like, all that Adderall stuff, I I think it's all really funny.
12: Appreciate
10: it. Uh, When you tell uh, the doctor, like, I have some bad news for you, I thought you were going to go down the path of, like, I'm going to use all the doctor language for when you're getting, like, a terminal illness (laughs) diagnosis, but then you went informal with, like, your boy has... Uh, ADD. I think it'd be funny if you just went full professional doctor and then instead she'd prescribe me meditation. And then you like talk about your, um, uh, like the, the failed questions of like, uh, the recreational drugs and yada,
2: yada, yada.
18: Cool. Yeah.
2: I like, this. uh, I see. So set it you up with
4: doctor lingo.
18: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love
2: it. I'm yeah. My, atten- I have, I have, my attention has had deficits <laughs>
12: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, to I think
2: think it would be, yeah, yeah, be
18: funny to, ju- to juxtapose it would just like flip the script. Um it's like are you sitting down? Or yeah I don't know. Yeah
12: yeah. Yeah.
18: It's bad news, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Any other comments? James Mora everyone yes. yay.
2: All right, a couple of comedians left. Uh, we're just doing four minutes now. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Jack Ferguson. Uh,
17: I'll put my money in after my set because I'm going to make change. Uh, you guys ever have a problem where when you take out a pack of gum in public, people always think they're entitled to a piece? I have a solution for that, you just give him a piece of nicotine gum, watch him pass out from the head rush, like, oh, you wanted a free piece of gum? Have fun buying a pack every week now for the rest of your life, because you're addicted. Yeah, I. Uh, my uncle is an anesthesiologist, which means that he gets to be the last thing people see before they go under from uh, anesthesia, and I've been trying to get him to say some stuff right before they go under. Like, I think it would be really funny if the last thing someone saw was just a doctor going, oh, fuck, that's too much. Or uh, like, okay, who's got the tracking chip? Or uh, like, how fast do you think we can get his kidney out, guys? Come on. Uh, Cool. Uh, (laughs) My, uh, I think that history is bullshit. It's a useless subject in school. People always say like, oh, we have to learn history so that we're not going to repeat it. It's like, oh, really? Is that why everyone in America knows that Christopher Columbus discovered America? So we don't, so we can stop that motherfucker from doing it again. You know, like I don't need to know that 800 years ago one group of people in China conquered another group of people in China. My life isn't different from knowing that information. <laughs> cool. Uh, I. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Uh. I heard someone say the other day that uh, if we continue at the rate we're going with global warming, pretty soon the only polar bears left will be living in zoos. And I was like, good, those are the only ones I care about. (laughs) I'm not going to go to Antarctica to see a polar bear. And if I do go to Antarctica, I hope I don't see a polar bear. It'd be a bad place. Like, I think that's the problem with global warming is that all of the animals that are going extinct are the ones we don't care about. If dogs were going extinct, I feel like white girls would solve that problem in one day. Just like, where are you going with that gun, Becky? Oh, you're going to solve the overpopulation problem. Okay, well, be careful. Uh, let's, I'll just do an old joke. Do um, you guys know what happens when praying mantises have sex? Pam knows. Uh, the female, when it's over, bites the head off the male and uh, eats it. Yeah, hashtag feminism, right? It's dope. A lot of people, when they hear that, are like, well, why would the male have sex in the first place if he knows that's going to happen, and those people don't understand male sexuality. Because if I knew that every woman I was going to sleep with would try and kill me afterwards, I'd have less sex. But eventually, you have to take your chances, you know? Like, there are already girls out there who try to kill you after you have sex with them. They're called crazy girls, and they're the best at sex. (laughs) Like, the more likely you are to be killed, the more likely you are, likely you are to die a happy man. All right, I'm going to stop there. Thanks, guys.
4: Come my way.
2: Jack Ferguson, day, yay. Every day. So because all four of you have survived this long, you all get a prize oh. to stay around for the last two, for Kyle and for me here. I'll come and clap while I um, pr- put out your prizes.
12: Yay. It's getting closer, going Hi, yeah. faster than a roller coaster. Hi, yeah.
2: Like yours will surely come my hey, way uh, hey, uh, hey, 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 Kyle Ferguson, everybody. Yay!
19: Oh, I'm related to Jack. Alright. Um, dude, that's crazy. I actually started smoking again for the first time yesterday in a really long time, and uh, I I have not bought a lighter in years. And I just got one this afternoon, <laughs> and then you handed me one. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I took a test uh, for ADD in college, and I because uh, I wanted Adderall and I didn't pass, so I was really angry that I did not have ADD. I was like, can I take the test again? <laughs> like, um, all right, let's see. You guys are you're probably wondering uh, what what race is this guy? Uh, he's pretty ethnically ambiguous. Uh, any any guesses? Okay, yeah, that's 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 a good start. Uh, th- that's a good start. The answer is Irish, but uh, the real answer is it doesn't really matter. Uh, my heritage had nothing to do with my upbringing. The only time it did, uh, the closest I ever got to it was when I was in a gift shop in Dublin, Ireland, and my dad was holding a mug saying, these have our last name on it. I think we're getting close. Um, yeah, let's see. There's a, I mean, just being white just doesn't really... Really matter. There's a lot of a lot of white nationalists, uh, you know, around lately. Uh, I can never be a white nationalist because when you grow up in California, you just feel like you're better than the rest of the nation. Um, like we learn a different kind of supremacy. Uh, like if some guys like you coming out to the rally in South Carolina, I'd just be like, you guys should just come out here instead. Like we have in and out. You guys don't. That's probably that's probably why you're Nazis. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I've uh, been learning a lot about white privilege lately. I had a great analogy for white privilege. Um, you take a classroom, and at the front of that classroom is a trash, a trash can. And in the front row are all the white students, and in the back row are all the black students. Uh, and everyone has to make their paper ball into the same trash can, regardless of where they are. For, white kids are closer to the front. They have better odds. Uh, except for the fact that the game they're playing is basketball. So I feel like the odds might be a little more 50-50. <laughs> Like I think there's a kid in the back named LeBron, so I, who knows? I don't think I would win that game. Um, I uh, let's see. I'm uh, I'm skinny. Um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty skinny. And uh, uh, when you're when you're when you're skinny, when you're a guy and you're skinny, you get you get told you get told that a lot by uh, by people. No one demographic in particular, Filipino women. But when they do. Uh, They do it in a very maternal way, which is like, you need to eat more like they care. And um, I don't think I do. I've had three burritos in the last 24 hours, and I've done that probably every day for like the last three years. Uh, This is the result of me following your instructions. And the moment you prove that to them, uh, the veneer of them caring really fades. It just becomes about them being like, well, wait till you're 30. Your metabolism's really gonna drop off. That doesn't have an ending. Um, I got a... Uh, yeah I, I actually had one bully in particular uh growing up uh, christian was vicious like every day he'd call me you know anorexic holocaust survivor um but as you get older, the tables turn i'm twenty eight i'm still skinny he's twenty eight he is now a woman yeah uh <laughs> turns out Christian was more of a christiana um you know i'm glad he found it, but she found her true self, but uh she probably has a little harder than me now. I guess she just always wanted the figure that society was eventually going to pressure her into working for Okay, that's my time. Thank you.
2: Yay, Kyle Morrissey, yay. So um, I'm gonna run around and tell a real quick story just because I need to say it because I haven't said it in a long time in front of people. So if you can just give me three and a half minutes, I'll just be so excited. So yay, clap for me, yay. myself money. All right, you guys. Uh, anybody, you guys know about the diva cup? Have you heard about this thing, that thing that women put in their vaginas? That, Yeah, um, it's really great because we're trying to lower our carbon footprint. Now, I've been using one for years and years, and what I like to do is collect that period blood and pour it on top of my carrots, and uh, I make my blood glazed carrots are amazing. They grow so much stronger with the force of Gaia, no, it's good. Anyway, so I, I have... I've been using a moon cup for a long time because the paper industry, gross, like who wants to put plastic up near their twat and it's so weird and it's like, oh, I have a weird like cotton dick inside me all the time. That feels weird and you're walking around so I prefer this weird silicon thing that sucks up to your cervix and it collects all the blood. This is a room full of men. You're all like, wow, we're really learning. It's a TED talk, more than a story. The problem is that I'm a cheap hippie and... Uh, I used my diva cup, it was actually called a moon cup, this is before the diva cup actually, it was called a moon cup, anyways, they don't have moon cups anymore because I went to pull mine out and the handle fell off. So I've got this like thing stuck up inside my cervix and it's collecting blood. And I don't know if you know about physics, but like as something's filling, like it, like the pressure gains inside of it. So like I couldn't take it up. So it's like inside my vagina and I can't reach in and everything's slippery. And I'm like, Oh my God. So it's been in there for 12 hours. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I was single at the time. <laughs> like there wasn't even any, like, I'd be like, Hey, you know, I need someone familiar with the crash site to get in there and like pull up the stuff. I had a new boyfriend at the time who's still my boyfriend but I wasn't going to ask him I wasn't going to ruin the relationship by asking him to reach into my vagina and pull out my period thing that was not going to happen so I called my ex-boyfriend who is the drummer in a metal band and he he said oh I'm bartending tonight come over to the bar we'll hang out so we're drinking 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 and uh it's late night and I'm like are you can you reach up it's three thirty in the morning. Can you reach up inside my vagina? Can you get this thing out? And he's like, "It's really slippery," and he's really trying hard, which is really sweet and a testament to our friendship and undying love. Because he like reached inside my vagina, is I'm like crying am like, "What am I gonna do?" I'm gonna. We actually took tongs, kitchen tongs, and we covered them with plastic, and we put like lube on them, and we tried to use them like a speculum to open me up so that he could like reach in and grab this thing off my cervix it wasn't working. So it's like five in the morning and I'm crying, crying, crying. And I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to set my alarm for an hour. I'm going to try again. If it doesn't work, I'm going to go to the hospital. And I can just imagine my legs are up in the stirrups and they're laughing at me. The doctors are looking at my vagina and laughing at me. <laughs> this happens all the time. We just have to, they have all the things to attach it. So I wake up in an hour and I'm freaking out and I go into the bathroom and I I start pretending I'm having a baby on the toilet. And I'm I'm squeezing, squeezing, I'm like, I could do it. And I start sticking my hand up there, and I'm like, I think I can get it, ah! And I scream, scream, Aaron, Aaron, come inside! And I get up on top of the tub, and I'm holding onto the rack, and he's inside the tub, and he reaches inside my vagina as I'm push, push, pushing down, and he pulls out this thing, and it was a literal bloodbath. But thank God he was the drummer in a metal band because that was cool. <laughs> like it's, it was totally expected. Anyways, it was covered. I've saved I've saved a couple splashes of that period blood. It's been like seven years since this incident, and I save them on my ceiling so I can remember what real love is. <laughs> so I can do. It. Right. It's a long way to go for that. It's just a story. It's a good enough story. It's an okay story. Did I have you intrigued, or were you looking at your phone? Did anybody look at their phone? You were intrigued enough. Okay, good. Yay. Okay, thank you guys so much for staying. I really appreciate it. Sorry for those of you who were here at the beginning for the weird altercation that I don't know why that all happened. That was all weird. Yeah, like, Mark Neuer had a really shitty set, and I, like, kind of told him, I was like, you sort of wasted all our time. It was, like, a room full of people, and you, like, sat there with your sunglasses on and, like, sort of, like, was, like, you fucked it off or whatever, and I was being honest. And he's like, I'm the biggest supporter of the people here, and I do this stuff in the And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell you that you fucking wasted four minutes of our time, man. Like, it was the fullest room. You could have tried. And it's like, well, but if that's him trying, then now I feel like a dick because... I'm just trying to be. That in was it like he was trying to play a different character? Like I'm being nonchalant and putting my glasses on and being standoffish and looking like a drug addict? Was it like a was it like an I think act the out? When he sat there for 15 seconds it didn't do anything oh, you know, and then that's my fault because I don't usually watch. I'm usually just listening because it's a podcast too and a radio show. And so right, I thought, no, that's what I so it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. That, right. I see. Thanks, Jack. Because I was like, what the fuck happened, man? Like I didn't even, and then I'm just trying to be, I'm not going to tell anybody they had a good set if they didn't have a good set because then that would discount what I said to Murad because he fucking murdered it tonight. And like, when he does so well, and then we effuse all over him and tell him how great he is, that has to mean something. And if we tell people when they don't do well that they did well, then then when we tell people they did do well, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's how I see it. So if you're all listening to Joke Workshop, don't ever let children win a game, because then they don't know when they really win, right? Like, never throw a game. I don't know, maybe just I don't know. I'm sorry millennials. I'm sorry that we championed your mediocrity. <laughs> Never championed it. You guys are great. No, you guys aren't. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for hanging out at Joke Workshop. You guys are great. Coming up next is Moonday Night School. Yay. Thank you so much for staying. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Love, 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 love. Bye. Yay. Woo, you were to sign-up
1: hide Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship
4: And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm, podcasts, and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. You laugh off your touchy. save your life, because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
14: If You're in your car and you're listening to one radio station. Only radio doing station? Is you're you're, you're all, all the others. They are they are tweeting on all, all frequencies, and you keep them so just listen to, to one specific specific. Saturday, Saturday night too. Really, the sound quality quality good, and you understand understand thing that's playing playing. <laughs> However, however, if your radio is not fine, too, too you might need two or two or two or more stay, stations at the same time. time. <laughs>
1: Dick them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of blender's bar south Ness avenue san francisco is located between 19th street and 20th street in the mission district open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m or oh, later count off a son i actually changed like three times the course yeah. of that yeah This is Social Matters with we'll in the radio. Big up to the number one station that rules the Holy nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever wanna be funny? Well, my dog think I'm funny, Daryl. Well I mean you ever wanna be No way. What is this dag-nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Yeah.